In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Good evening, Paul. Good evening, sir, and welcome all to part 15 of our football book podcast with Andy from MichaelFallBooks.com. How's things, mate? What kind of a month have you had since the last uh, recording of part 14? It's flying by. It's uh, I can't believe we're mid-November already. As someone told me today, we're I think it's less than forty days till Christmas. Crazy. Someone telling me it's uh, madness. Really busy uh, with my full-time job um, and uh, trying to keep up things with my what I prefer to do as <laughs> well this hobby as well. So yeah, Absolutely. what I like doing. Yeah. Have How about they, yourself? Yeah, good, good. Have they missed the Christmas? Um, rush the book uh, now. You've probably got to the end of the month, and yeah. uh, and you can. Uh, it, it's changed a little bit, like the likes of Amazon, so you can get a book so quickly, can't you? Of Amazon yeah. now, yeah. I suppose if you did release a book in December, you could still probably get it delivered. Um, sometimes you can deliver the same day, can't you? Yeah, you can. So, yeah. uh, um, but most people have uh, published their books out by now. Yeah, in readiness for the festive period. And I think we did mention on previous podcasts that. October seems to be the the best month, mm. the most productive month for the for the Christmas market, which is the biggest market of the calendar year, isn't it? Yeah, definitely, David. It was well over forty books that I know of that was um, released um, in October just at its loan. Mm. So if you compare it to November, it's probably about ten, maybe fifteen, I think or so. Yeah, the books yeah. released in November, so you see a massive difference. So yeah. uh, there's a real peak, and uh, yeah, there's obviously reasons for that. And who's the, most, who's the most productive uh, producers, publishers of books? Um, there's a handful. I think I'd, I'd say Legends Publishing, Morgan Lawrence, uh, and a few others. But the one that always sticks out is Pitch Publishing. Yeah, uh, they don't just focus just on football books, but sports books in general. Uh, but uh, they're pretty prolific for Paul, massively so. Fantastic. And let's just have a, mm. a little bit of a backstory of my football books and how we actually came about, because I got hold of you. I really enjoyed yeah. what you did uh, on Terry Curran's The Current View. I said, Andy, do you fancy giving us a recommendation every month of which you did? And um, mm. The Current View is going well and strong. And so is our football book corner. But how did you start getting this love of promoting football books, Andy. Well, can I just echo that? Then? I can't believe this is the part fifteen. It's incredible. Mad, it's my, it's my favourite time of the month when we get to have a chat between ourselves and uh, uh, and we can talk and um, share about the football that's coming out. But how it all started? Yeah, God, it's cracking when I think back now. Three years plus. So it was COVID times when I was um, furloughed from work. Uh, had a bit of time on hands. Conversation with the wife about, you know, I was ordering a football book. She said, Haven't you got enough football books? You're spending far too much on football books. <laughs> and uh, and um, 
I just come up with an idea because you actually said, well, how do you know which books to look for? And that sort of triggered me. Yeah. And it was just an idea that crept. And yeah, www.myfootballbooks.com started from that. And um, yeah, it's now, uh, I, st- I still don't know if anyone that tells me otherwise, the largest football book only, just to make it clear, football book only uh, online website in the world. So, uh, and yeah, it's just grown. It's just incredible when I think of social media just on Twitter alone, just up to 12,000 followers. You know, it's just, it's bonkers, really. Um, and, uh, yeah, how many people love, yeah, the written word of the, of, um, of the beautiful game. Uh, yeah, it's just gone from strength to strength. Absolutely. And you've recently done a podcast about Nottingham Forest book, haven't you? Tell me about that. Yeah, I did. Yes, yes. I had a catch-up with Warren Turner. Um, the author of yeah, the New Forest book got that loving feeling um, so out through pitch the aforementioned pitch so yeah it was great catching up um, with Warren for a good uh, half an hour or so talking football as uh, any listeners will know from previous parts uh, I've got to invest it I was saying to him I'm probably his target audience really yeah. not only am I a football book lover I'm a Forest fan as well so uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm probably going to want you know, if I didn't buy his book, you might think, what's going off here then? So, uh, um, but no, it was great to talk to him. It was great to hear some of the stories and the people he got to speak to as well um, and pulling the book together. And it's his first book as well. And just, um, as I, sh- I was talking to him, some of the stories he shared and, you know, being a Forest fan, it was quite, it took me through a mix of emotions. What a good football book does, really. And uh, it certainly did on that when you, Think of the tw- last because tw- it covers a period of the last twenty-five or so years so, of um, yeah, yeah. Forest ups and downs. So does he? When you say twenty-five mm. years, was Forest still in the Premier League when he started writing yeah. the book, or, or 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 some of the chapters about the book, Premier League, and then the demise, and then yeah. the rebirth again of Nottingham Forest under Stevie Cooper. Yeah, funnily enough, I asked him that. So he starts in nineteen ninety-six. Yeah. So he purposely starts at a period when. Uh, um, it was Frank Clark who was manager of the time in the Premier League and uh, actually Forrest were playing in UEFA Cup at that time and I think Forrest were the last team to, uh, English team to be playing in um, in Europe at the time as well when they got knocked out by Bayern Munich in 96 but it just quickly unravelled after that and then there's a decline and decline and further decline when you go down to the first uh, ever European Cup winner to go down to its domestic third division, mm. you know, when it went down to what's now classed as League One. Yeah. Um, so. Was Ron in the book? Who, sorry? Ron Atkinson. Was was that Taylor? He's referenced. Yeah, he's referenced. As so cracking stories, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you laugh out loud when I read some of the stories. But, but yeah, that, Ron that Atkinson. Was, that was Cluffy's fault, you know. It was what, sorry? It was Cluffy's fault that, you know, why, why Big was Ron... Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what, yeah. What, what did he say? Did he say anything about the story? Did he speak to Ron? No, he didn't speak to Ron. Not not, not from what I gather, anyway. Yeah, yeah. I think it was more he recalls the story, obviously. If anyone doesn't know and they're listening, that he comes out of a dugout. Dug I think he have to walk past the home um, bench, if I'm thinking about it. Yeah, where it is. He walks past, then goes and sits in the away and uh, the away... Uh, dug out and um, on the bench alongside all the uh, Arsenal substitutes and he must be looking around thinking who's all this then I've signed you know and then you've got the people behind him if you see it on uh, YouTube 
or the Forest fans going, you've gone the wrong dugout, Ron, Ron, that way, that way. Do you know why just, he did yeah. that? You know why he did that? No, I think I remember, but remind me, Paul, yeah, what was yeah, the story? Well, years ago, there was only Brian's dugout there. That mm. was the, Brian had his dugout there, and the other, the visiting dugout was somewhere south of the River Trent. And Ron, <laughs> Ron said to me, you could never see anything from that dugout, the away dugout that Cloughy put down there at the city ground. He said, so when we played Nottingham Forest at the Hawthorns, we were having a lot of redevelopment work. He said, and I said to the groundsman, see that dugout there? Go and stick it in the biggest lump of mud you can find so they can't see nothing. And he, and he said, and nail it down, you know, what them pair a lot, they'll pick it up and move it. <laughs> so that's what happened. And when they come out, he said, Cluffy and Taylor, they got all mud on their shoes and stuff. And uh, Ron said to Peter <laughs> Taylor, hey, by the way, what was this, What was the view like from down there? And Peter Taylor, with his tongue in his cheek, said, you, you bastard. <laughs> Cluffy started laughing. So he said, when I took the job at Nottingham Forest, I remembered that Brian's was the only dugout there, so I yeah, made a beeline for the halfway line and that dugout, which was Brian's. So we said <laughs> I went and sat down and I had a look, and I thought, we got Bergkamp, Nelson Vivas, <laughs> and one or two. He, he said, I thought to myself, how come we're in the bottom three with these players? <laughs> and, and of course, that was it, but it's a great story. I mean, I did say to Ron, I said, Ron, um, you were in a bit of a predicament at, at Forest, wasn't it, when you took the job? He said, yeah. bit of a predicament. He said, yeah. we needed four points for a win and a few snookers. He <laughs> said, the Titanic had more chance of staying up than us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. And it's incredible you read the book as well. And he yeah. was saying, like Ron was saying there, there's, he was one of 35, I think it's about 30-odd 30, 30 managers yeah. during a period of, what, 23 years. is just... It's bonkers. And when uh, I mean, it was talking with Warren, it was the half that number uh, of managers at Forest between, I think, from the early start of the century, right up to when yeah. Brian Clough came in. But in the period of a third of that, we've had twice as many managers. So it just shows. But that's modern football a little bit as well, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's uh, the merry-go-round. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. The usual drill. If you say a book that <clears> I've got down here, I've got ten books written down here, um, <laughs> I'll say snap. Um, yep. is, is a, do you want to play your trump card? Is there a book that you're going to mention that you think I'll say snap to? Uh, I think so. Um, and let's kick off because I, I, I saw him recently. Um, I think we did touch it on last week's, uh, uh, last month's podcast. But what about uh, Ian Storymore? Always a snap for uh, Ian Storymore. <laughs> Storymore, my lord, Storymore. Yeah, yeah. Give it, give it more, he will score. So... I um I say I met with him. I saw him. He was doing a book signing at the city grounds yeah. uh, a couple of weeks back. Um, I didn't get a chance to speak to him. It was such a long queue getting uh, getting his signature, but he was sitting next to um, the legendary John Robertson one side, and uh, Gary Bertels to the other. Um, but um, yeah, his book came out again through Pitch Publishing. That was uh, in October, and um, and I know you spoke to him. Obviously, um, on a couple of occasions now, haven't you? I don't know if you've got another chat lined up with Ian. Um, but a splendid career, splendid player. I love the front cover. Uh, it's just an eye-catching. It's got looking him straight down the lens in his Gary Baldy red in the old Forest um, kit as well, the old badge. 
Um, and uh, yeah, Sterling Bolt, great player. Absolutely, and a lovely, lovely person. I have got to do another po- uh, podcast with uh, Story More, my lord, Story More, um, mm. and it's going to be my my um, starting eleven. The uh, the best starting eleven that Ian Story Moore's played with. We have put it back a little bit because we've been really busy, and Ian has been yeah. on holiday, and he's got the book out, and there's a few book signings and that, and written by Stuart Humphreys and Richard Harrison, along with Story Moore. We have recently cut a, a podcast with Ian talking about how the book started because when I did a, a Legends of the Seventies podcast with mm. Ian, he hadn't really got an appetite for it, but. Um, Stuart's in the coffee house and says, "Are you in story more?" <laughs> and, and then, and then the book started. The man that Cluffy couldn't buy, forward by Martin O'Neill, and it is a, it's a bit of a chunk of a book as well, isn't it? I've got it. Yeah, uh, great, yeah. as you say, a great picture as well. Um, yeah. Out now by uh, Pitch Publishing, the great, and I always say that the great Ian Storymore. And I've done um, so I've done a podcast with Storymore. We've got his book, and I've also written a poem about Storymore. And Stuart did say, if we have a second rerun, I'll include your poem in the book. So, uh, well, watch, yeah, watch this space. But uh, what a great man, lovely person, uh, great player, arguably mm. one of the greatest. Well, I mean, there is an argument because Forest have had some great players, but um, but certainly Storymore yeah. is right up there with all the Forest greats. Yeah, I echo that about the great man. I mentioned the the, the queue, and I, I, I can only I can I can see from when I was watching the queue building up. It's because he takes time to speak to everyone as well. He's, yeah, he's yeah. doing the signature, but his yeah. second time I'd speak to people, mm-hmm. he, he can just tell he's one of his yeah he's one of his people who just. Uh, he, I think he said in the podcast to you, didn't he? He doesn't see himself as necessarily who would want to read my book, you yeah, know? Yeah, so. He's so um, laid. Yeah, I don't know how to describe it. So uh, yeah, yeah what a great bloke. Absolutely yeah. modest, and the players so modest, of that word. generation are mm. so modest, and, and mm. that, that's really why. When <laughs> I said to him in the first place, "You're going to write a book," with, who'd really want to read my book, Gabby? I said, "You're in story more. You're an absolute <laughs> legend. You know, yeah. thousands of people would." So, if you're a Forest fan, go out and buy the book. If you're a yeah. football fan, go out and buy the book. And if you need that, just go out and buy the book. It's a great read by a great player. Um, So you carry on. I'll be your stooge and I'll let you take the the lead and I'll just comment every now and then. Okay. Yeah, let me start with a book that, um, because I I went to talk about this, but it's in his memory as well, of the great Charlie Aiken, who's just um, sadly passed away just over two weeks ago. It's a weird timing sometimes these things, but I received his book from uh, that's published by um, Legends Publishing, uh, who, uh, as you, I think you know as well, they produce absolute quality books. Yeah. And this is a, uh, a chunk of a book, and it's, it's I've got it, I'm holding it in my hand now, and then I'm going to have to put it down because it's that heavy. But it's a, it's a, it's a chunk of a book, and it's, it's a beautifully presented book as well. Um, now, uh, just to give you an idea, um, so. If you don't mind me just giving you a little bit of an insight. So the forward Can is I written just, by a guy called... Just Come on. Yeah. Written by Colin, Colin Abbott. Uh, my my yeah. friend Colin Abbott. In fact, Colin... Uh, 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Just come back from Charlie's funeral, and he, uh, he, gave, mm. he dropped me a line because there was a, a villa... Um, gig that he's going to and, he, and he, mm. he did ask me if I'd like to sit on his top table he's a top man uh, wow. Colin, and I know that he worked so hard on that Charlie Aitken book it's not yeah. one that he just picked up and run with it he's been working on that for a long time in between other books that he's written as well well you're spot on and that's what I was going to add to yeah. so I mentioned that because he's, he's in his introduction so um, by Colin Abbott and he talks about it. It was, it was during a drive to Wimbledon in 2016 that Charlie sprung it to him about writing his book because um, he was so impressed about his, you know, the, his attention to detail of the books. And um, he, he writes Colin and said it takes a lot to shut him up. Yeah. But he just, for, for a fleeting moment, he, he was staggered that Charlie, you know, asked him to write a book about him, yeah, uh, for him to write the book, you know, the record appearance holder for one of the most, you know, famous names throughout football. And, you know, he just thought a big publishing house would be, you know, be all over his memoirs like a rash. Mm. Um, but it, it's quite fit, because it, obviously this is written before the sad news. And, uh, and the last bit he says in his introduction, I hope we're not oversharing too much, but it says, lastly, uh, I absolutely idolized Mr. Aitken. Uh, I was astounded he trusted me to write Uncatchable, and I sincerely hope the pages within have done the man justice to celebrate a truly outstanding career. This hasn't been as much as a commission, more of a personal, heartfelt tribute. Thank you for believing me, Charlie, and for giving me your friendship. Um, and, um, yeah, that's the introduction. So, yeah. It's yeah, quite touching. Yeah, I mean, he's a, a real, yeah. real top man, Colleen. Mm. Um, what he doesn't know about Aston Villa isn't worth knowing. Um, yeah. I mean, he's forgotten more than I'd ever know yeah. about that particular football club. And he's got a great yeah. knowledge of football as well. And yeah. I was at Villa Park the night where the fans paid tribute and they all put the mobile phone torch oh, lights on. Oh, saw that. It, yeah, yeah, it looked fantastic. Uh, from the old end to the north stand to the Trinity to the Doug Ellis, uh, it was absolutely fantastic. Um, just, just to add on that, because this book's it's five hundred odd pages, and uh, it's got a bit. I love the idea of this. At the, at the back of it, there's a good thirty, forty odd pages of testimonies, yeah. and it's uh, from plays he's played with and various people, but always including fans that are just all, you know, got a short bit about, um, yeah, how much they, you know. Um, yeah, we respected him and uh, what a legend. Yeah, and of so, course, uh, played for the New York Cosmos as well, did Charlie? He did, yeah, alongside Pele. Yes, absolutely. Of course, wasn't it? So, <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to kick off with that, but it's a great book. Um, I've not not shared it as of yet, but I, I will do it at some point in the future, so uh, when the time's right. But it's, um, yeah, fantastic book called uh, It's uh, Uncatchable, and as you say, by Colin Abbott. Um, 
um, the remarkable life story of Astabella's record appearance holder. Fantastic. And can you do what you done last time and put all the mm. books that we've referenced in your little line as you do, and then we'll put that out um, yeah. with with the podcast because we do cover a lot of ground and a lot of yeah. football books we do reference. And all these football books that are referenced on AI, you can find at Andy's website, uh, myfootballbooks.com. So yep. uh, you crack on, mate. What, have, what else have you got for us? Well, next one. It might be a snap. Let's see. Uh, it only came out a couple of weeks ago, but again, it's pitch publishing. Uh, and it's Gordon Milnes. Uh, Shankly, My Dad and Me, um, written with um, a guy called Steve Younger. Um, so Shankly, My Dad and Me, it's the fascinating story of uh, Gordon Milne, uh, one of Bill Shankly's first and most important uh, Anfield signings. Uh, he played a key part, really, in transforming Liverpool into a football dynasty. Uh, a successful player, and uh, he was captain as well, um, Sir Alf Ramsey. Um, so, yeah, it's a story about his, about his career. He went from, from Preston to Newcastle via Liverpool, Blackpool, Wigan, Turkey and Japan, of all places. Uh, and, um, but yeah, but he, and he, married, he narrowly missed out, it says, as well, about being selected for the World Cup winning squad in uh, 1966. But again, some of the players he played alongside Tom Finney, Moore, uh, Jimmy Greaves. Yeah, a golden, a, a golden generation. How confident mm. of a snap would you be um, on a scale of 1 to 10? Uh, I'm going to go with Nine. Yeah, strong nine. It's a snap. <laughs> yeah. Anything that has shanks in it really yeah. does gets my juices flowing. And as mm. you say, Gordon Milne, great football player, uh, great coach and manager as, yeah. as well. So uh, Shanks, My Dad and Me by Steve Younger. The story of the great Gordon Milne. Yeah, absolutely. And there was another book, actually, another shankly one. I think you might have shared it recently, The Lost Shankly um, Boy. Um, yes, yeah. Yeah, that came out with, uh, via pitch. It was a couple of years back now. Mm-hmm. Um, on, um, it was named Completely Escapes Me Now, as soon as I said that. I think it was George Scott, was it? Um, I can see the front cover. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, but. Um, I'm I frantically trying to look at the book on my yeah, shelf I next to me. I can't remember. <laughs> I'm sure that you'll come up with it because you are an encyclopedia, an <laughs> encyclopedia of, um, of of football books and a font of all knowledge. Uh, what, <laughs> and it was what, George Scott. Yeah, was it George? Yeah, oh, yeah. Absolutely. yeah. I, I was this. I was a strong nine out of ten confident that that was. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to say this is a strong ten out of ten because I listened to your podcast as well about this book released, uh, keeping up the theme of pitch publishing. It was released uh, last month. Match of my life with Newcastle yes. United. Yes, um, we did. We yeah. had the pleasure of uh, Jake Rusby's uh, uh, company in making mm. uh, making a podcast. Uh, I, I do wish that when we do do the podcast that they would share it and retweet it, etc., and what have you. And uh, sometimes, right. sometimes people don't really do that much for people like us, but really bend yeah. over backwards for the bigger people. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Moving on. So that, yeah. So that was Jake and uh, obviously Brittany alongside Alex Crook, Benny, as well. Yes. So uh, They were um, half, but... half of it each. Um, mm, and it was a yeah. really good podcast. I really enjoyed the podcast. Um, mm. It was over uh, a friend of theirs who was a journalist down south 
who sadly passed away. And yeah. the concept uh, was born. But uh, Alex had previously written um, a number of books. I think yeah. Southampton, Bournemouth, and yeah. Arsenal as well, because um, Jake is an Arsenal supporter. And then yeah. they got together and they they did this. And there's some great stories. The great Super Mac uh, is, yeah. is in there, and we had the pleasure of doing a Legends of the Seventies podcast with. Super Mac, Mr. Malcolm McDonald, uh, mm. former teammate of Alan, uh, Alan Hudson at Arsenal. Some great stories there. Was sent home from Australia with with Hoodie <laughs> as well. Twenty four hours before the rest of the team, and all of those stories from Malcolm can be found on that Patreon site. All the W's dot Patreon dot com forward slash SRB Media. How's your Patreon site going? Anyhow, we don't need to know how many numbers you've got, but it's all up and running. It looks fantastic. Yeah, it is. Yeah, no, um, been really good. Um, yeah, a number of patrons. So uh, it's been, yeah, it's been. It's been uh, I'm always quite surprised because you never know how these things go. Uh, but it's great that uh, people are supporting, and uh, I can. I just say as I repeat, I, it's a, just such a massive um, uh, benefit. It, it's so useful to me, and you know there is. I don't want like to talk about cost kind of thing, but there is a cost associated with what I do. There's a website that um, it's not free. You know, when I I chose the website, I wish I'd chose a cheaper one, but yeah. I have to uh, pay for it out my own. Uh, you know, uh, to keep it up to date, and uh, as you well know, especially yeah. nowadays, everything seems to go up and up. And um, and, uh, and also side of that is like the newsletter that I do um, through a mail um, Mailchimp. You may have heard of them, okay. and one of the some almost like the unfortunate. Um, side of becoming so popular the newsletter yeah. from it used to being free I now have to pay a fee uh, every uh, month so uh, it's just little things like that just build up build up so um, yeah it's the patron and you know if you donate anything it's absolutely great I'll never go begging in hand but if you can it's really helpful and obviously ultimately allows me to continue to do what I enjoy doing and hopefully, well, I, I know from conversations, and I get so many, which is just incredible from authors and publishers, that it helps as well um, from the work I do, which is just a byproduct, which is an amazing byproduct, is that I help promote, you know, the written word and get the, the words out, the ones that we talk about on this. Um, and the last 14 uh, episodes um, is promoting the written word. So it all, you know, every little bit counts. Becoming a patron, you're helping uh, in a massive way. Uh, and helping, yeah, keeping the industry going and, yeah, keeping me going. <laughs> Absolutely. And it would be nice if you could turn that hobby into a business. And oh, yeah. it really yeah. doesn't take that much. So, you know, p- Patreons, it, it's only a pound a week. Uh, I mean, I pay a pound a week um, for yours because there's different levels. So I'm yeah. just a supporter. But then you mm, have different you. readers, you have different, you know, publishers. So, the, the more intense you are with the books, if you've got books out, link up with um, with Andy and, and you do a lot more for these people that are your patrons as well, which is, yeah. which is great stuff, mate. Yeah, and just on that, so uh, it's just, again, it shows how, uh, like we said at the very outset, like three years in, it's incredible. Yeah. And uh, I was been invited to the Sports Book of the Year Awards uh, mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks' time, yeah, on the 30th of November. Um, so I don't know where that's come from, but yeah, I've been invited to go and attend, which is incredible. It's actually hosted at um, uh, Piccadilly in London. It's the home of the Baftas. So oh. uh, I just like, yeah, it's a bit of 
And I will, yes, I'm going to yeah. go. I've been invited, so I'm going to yeah. go, yeah. I'll, I'll take the day off work, and I'm going to go along. So uh, it's just to, to, just to be there, and, uh, yeah, it's going to be pretty remarkable. So, uh, you know, I think of some of the winners that have won that award, you know, down the years, some of my most favourite books. Uh, started off, uh, I think it's Fever Pitch, Nick Hornby. He yeah. won it in 92. And then you had the likes of Duncan Hamilton. Um, he won it in, I think it was 2007. With, with this uh, book, uh, Provided You Don't Kiss Me, yes, and uh, 20 Years of Brian Clough. So yeah. there's so much kind of history in that that award. So, yeah, it's just one of those weird things. So, sorry, I'm going off slightly off track here, but it no, just fantastic. shows like, the reach the yeah. reach of the, you know what I'm doing. It's just like, I just, yeah, popped into the Gmail. It's like, I, for, for a moment, it was one of these like, is this real? What's this about then? So, uh, you know, I was checking there wasn't some kind of click onto, yes. you know, um, some uh, dodgy website, but mm. no. It was uh, kosher. So, yeah, looking forward to that. Fantastic. And on next <laughs> yep. month's podcast in December, you'll mm. have to tell us all about it. And hopefully we'll see some pictures from you at the at the awards and we can um, we can retweet them and, and share them as well. So good luck to everybody at the yep. uh, the football book or the sports books awards. Yeah. Um, what else you've got for us, mate? Yeah, so let's get back under the book. So, um, and uh, what's coming out, or just come out, um, so in no particular order, as always, yeah. um, was the book um, Chris Kamara, um, yeah, Cammy. Cammy. Yeah, so My Unbelievable Life, and uh, that's just come out. And I don't know if you saw it. Um, we, we, you, well, it's, it's well known now, sadly, if he's, um, he's had that awful disease, isn't he, to do with his yeah. throat. I forget what it's called, but I, I saw um, an interview did... Um, Oh, was it on this morning? Was it yeah, ITV? Yeah, yeah, and he well, broke down, didn't he? It was yeah, just, yeah, oh, yeah. God, it's so heartbreaking just mm. to watch it. And, uh, yeah, um, just, yeah, an unbelievable. Just when you think of how, when I think back to the days of Soccer Saturday, you know, it was a life and blood, wasn't it? Him, yeah. Jeff Sterling, and that. I must have been when I watch that now. It's not even in comparison, is it? But anyway, um, but yeah, seeing Cammy kind of thing. So his book's come out. And um, and he talks about obviously tough upbringing, faced uh, racism on ter- terraces when he he played, and then yeah, when he's dealt with this, uh, yeah, it's rare. It's a brain condition, is it? Is it anorexia uh, or yeah, so something it, like that? It's affected his speech anyway. Yeah, it has, it? Yeah, so, it um, is so yeah. sad. I yeah, mean, it, really it, um, it couldn't have affected his vision. Do you remember? I mean, that was classic one. It was going over to Cammy as a goal. Is it, Jeff? Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable, Absolutely. Jeff. Absolutely. Yeah. We're just such a natural one, eh, Cammy? Yeah. You know, Absolutely. such a natural. And that's what we yeah. loved about it. You know, Phil Thompson, he arrived, he'd get his sandwiches out, and Matt Letizier. They were just yeah. nor- normal guys that were good at football and, and brilliant at listening to. Uh, their yeah. stories and just just so natural and humble and modest and you know it was, it was great. But yeah, like, he, I don't watch it can, these days. Yeah, no, I, I, you can imagine his book would be like that as well, though. You know, he'll tell yeah. his um, if his trademark kind of banter and yeah. you know honesty. So and it says in the synopsis here, I'm looking at you know reveals how he went from a hard tackling football to broadcasting national treasure. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so all the best to Cammy. And um, yeah, his books uh, just come out. Um, uh, yeah, only last week that was. He was um, a right dirty bastard, by the way, wasn't he on the football <laughs> pitch, Camo? I, yeah. I remember him and Kenny Burns, but I think he come <laughs> down Brummagem with Portsmouth. I remember <laughs> as a kid, and I was watching it. And to listen to the rest of this podcast, head on over to www.patreon.com/slash/srbmedia. Thank you.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.